Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Learning to Sit Still podcast. I don't know about you, but I always enjoy seeing a picture of sheep, especially lambs, as they are so cute and fluffy. But have you ever stopped to consider what they really are? And of course, they're an animal, but many animals have certain characteristics that make them them. Lions are thought of as leaders, brave, and on top. Wolves are seen as survivors, intelligent, and even a little cunning. Beavers are hardworking, diligent, and precise. There are some good traits in that list, but when it comes to sheep, they tend to be much less flattering. One day, as I was doing my quiet time, I was reading the verse from Psalms, from Psalm 18, from Psalm 80. Give ear, O shepherd of Israel, thou that leadest Joseph like a flock, thou that dwellest between the cherubims, shine forth. I got stuck on that word shepherd. What does it really mean? But before I could explore what it means to be a shepherd, I had to learn a little bit more about sheep. To be honest, I hadn't really thought much about it. They were animals that walk around in a fluffy cloud costume until it is time to change into something a little more slimming. I decided to look at the definition of the word sheep, and this is what it said. A meek animal, quiet and gentle, holding themselves aloof from the world. I have to say, that last part grabbed my attention. What does it mean to be aloof? Back to the, dic- back to the dictionary I went, and I read, conspicuously uninvolved and uninterested. I was really intrigued now. If you think about it, sheep really are aloof from the world. They could care less about what is happening around them. Sometimes it is to their fault, but their number one concern is about consuming enough to eat and following the shepherd around. Over and over again, we are referred to as sheep, which has caused us to probably cringe just a little, but you know, it is not always a bad thing. Listen to some, listen to this verse in John chapter 10, verse 14. I am the good shepherd and know my sheep and am known of mine. Sheep know the voice of their shepherd. They cannot be fooled by an imposter. Think about that for a moment. They are so in tune with the voice of their shepherd that no one can ever deceive them. And sheep are pretty dumb. And what about us? Are we so in tune with the voice of our good shepherd that we cannot be led astray by another I have to be honest, this really makes me pause and consider we are the sheep of his pasture, his flock. But if we don't spend time with him, we will not know his voice when he speaks. Remember, it is not a booming sound, but a still, small voice that whispers to our soul. And if we are not intentionally listening, we will miss it. The sheep cannot have the wool pulled over their tongue. The sheep cannot have the wool pulled over, so to speak, because they have spent their time in the pasture listening to only one voice. And we can do the same by spending time in God's word and in prayer. I remember reading about the real St. Patrick. Yes, there really was a Patrick. And I did an episode on him a couple of years ago, which I do recommend. But in his time as a slave in Ireland, he was charged with watching the sheep. For many years, that is all he did, just spend time with the sheep in the pastures day after day. But it was here that Patrick finally learned to hear God's voice. The day God told him to leave, 
He did so without hesitation because he knew God's voice apart from all others. That is a place I long to be. And I think the sheep hold part of the answer. They are aloof. Remember that definition? Conspicuously uninvolved and uninterested. And for sheep, they are aloof from the world. That is what it takes to tune out God's voice, to be uninvolved and uninterested in the world. Oh, my friends, so many, dare I say most of us, have not mastered this behavior trait. We are in stat- We are in fact drawn to the world. We become involved and interested in the things it offers, whether that be entertainment, music, books, whatever it may be. We become more familiar with the latest thing than spending time in God's word. My hand is raised. I am guilty. It is so easy to get caught up in the world. After all, Satan has worked hard to make it look appealing. And the more we spend in it, the less we will be in the word of God. And the easier it is to drift away from what matters. Loving the world comes with a cost. Remember what 1 John 2.15 says? Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. That is a high price to pay. We cannot love both. It is one or the other. If we choose to love the world, we will stand at the day of judgment with nothing to say and nothing to give our Lord, our good shepherd. We will and nothing to give our Lord, our good shepherd. We are called to live in the world. It is our current pasture to roam, but that does not mean we need to grow roots. We can only do this if we keep our mind on our eternal home. May we be like the sheep and remain aloof from the world, uninvolved and uninterested. Sheep also have several other qualities worth imitating. They are meek, quiet, and gentle. A person who is meek is one who is humble, teachable, patient under suffering. And that last one sounds familiar to the character of our Lord when he endured the cross. And he is our example in all things. To be patient under suffering is to go against what the world teaches. They dread suffering and will do almost anything to avoid it. But God asks us to be patient, to trust him and his timing. Remember that nothing is ever wasted, even those seasons of suffering, because God has a purpose for everything. If we never suffered, would our faith grow strong with roots that are deep? So many of the passages we run to for comfort were born out of suffering. In fact, the Apostle Paul spent much of his later years under suffering, but he still praised the Lord. May we be a people who are patient under suffering, willing to trust in the character of our God, knowing that he's always good. Another word from the sheep is gentle. And this is a great depiction of them. And often this is definitely an animal that comes to mind when trying to think of one that is gentle. The word means mild, kind, or tender character, not harsh. All of these words should be able to describe the children of God, but sadly, we are often just the opposite. We can be sharp and rude, just like the world, if we're not walking in the Spirit. And how can we make a difference if we are just like them? We are supposed to be different. Remember that Jesus said, people will know 
We are his disciples if we have love one for another. What does it mean to love? It means to be kind and tender, showing people that we care. This should be our trademark as disciples, that people notice something different about us. We are of people who speak kind words, go the extra mile, are tender in our interactions with others, considerate and gentle. If our family, friends, and even co-workers described us, would they use any of these words? To respond as Christ wants us to means we have to deny our flesh and really think about our reactions and interactions with others. This requires us to walk again, walk again in the spirit, which can only be done when we spend time in the quiet place and learning to know his voice. So when he speaks to us in the midst of a difficult situation where tempers are hot, we can hear and obey. May we be a people who are known to be gentle in our behavior and interactions with others. And the final word is quiet, which probably doesn't need to be defined since most of us know what it means, but consider what it implies. A quiet person doesn't need to dominate the conversation. They don't need to be the center of attention, and they're okay with letting others lead. Now, just real quick, I don't mean that we never lead, but we don't always have to be in charge. A quiet person recognizes the value of multiple counsel and that there is no I in team. We should exercise this trait in our life to be quiet with both people and with God. If we are not quiet, we cannot listen, which means we can miss out on what God wants us to learn. May we be people who are quiet, who refrain from using excess words. Remember that we will give an account for every idle word we speak. Let's be someone who listens with the intention to truly hear. And what I mean is sometimes we listen only to gain ammunition to fire back. But that's not the purpose of listening. And we should listen to understand what the other person is trying to say to us or what God is trying to say to us. I believe when we do, we are better equipped to grow both in character and in our faith. Now that we have talked a little bit about, now that we have talked some about the sheep, let's talk just a little about the shepherd. He is the one who has the responsibility to guide and direct the sheep in a particular direction, as well as ensure that they have everything they need for the day. It's also his job to protect and watch over the flock. Every decision he makes is for the good of the sheep, not himself. He is always with the sheep. They are never outside of his sight. They are never out of his sight or his care. We are the flock watched over by the good shepherd, the one who gave us life for us and spends his time ensuring that all of our needs are met down to the last detail. Every path we walk has been carefully chosen for us with our best intentions in mind. That is a wonderful thought for us to dwell on, and it gives us peace of mind just like the sheep. We can be assured that he will be our guide and our protector throughout our time on earth. Never once will he falter in his promise or provision. This is our good shepherd, the one who loves us with an everlasting love and calls us by name. Our job Our job is simply to follow him from pasture to pasture and learning to hear his voice and his alone. And that is where we will end today's episode. Let's be a people who are not embarrassed to be called a sheep, who embrace their qualities of being meek, gentle, and quiet, and choose 
to be aloof from the world, uninvolved and uninterested because this is not our true home. My friends, lean into the quiet place. I cannot emphasize it enough. Learn your shepherd's voice. My friends, lean into the quiet place. I cannot emphasize it enough. Learn your good shepherd's voice and listen when he speaks with a heart ready to obey.